Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR. In the NOCO is supported by Blue Federal Credit Union, with locations from Denver to Cheyenne, helping members tap into the power of community. More information at bluefcu.com. From KUNC and the NPR Network, this is In the NOCO, a daily slice of Northern Colorado news and happenings. It's Wednesday, December 20th. I'm Erin O'Toole. Every Tuesday at Central Park in Boulder, Jen Livovich offered food and support to people experiencing homelessness through a nonprofit she founded called Feet Forward. Livovich knew a lot of the people she was helping at the time. That's because she also struggled with homelessness for several years. Then in 2018, she received a state voucher that helped her secure a stable home. It was a rocky transition. I really grappled with the type of survivor's guilt that's really only familiar to homeless people. And uh, I remember thinking I could move 40 people in on my floor, right? And uh, I played the tape out, knew that wasn't going to end well. Homelessness has reached crisis levels in Colorado, and the city of Boulder is facing a lawsuit for how it's been handling the problem. The ACLU of Colorado sued the city for its so-called camping ban. It prohibits people from sleeping on the street. Police then issue tickets to those who do, even when the homeless shelter has been full. Here's ACLU Colorado legal director Tim McDonald. We think that's a violation of the Constitution to criminally charge people for actions that they have to engage in as a part of uh, being human. A court date for that lawsuit was recently set for next year. Livovich, for her part, was originally one of the plaintiffs, but she's since withdrawn. She says the larger issue is getting unhoused people access to social services, especially when it comes to addiction. In the NOCO's Robin Vincent sat down with her to learn more. So, Jen, what compelled you to sign on to the lawsuit? And then what made you withdraw? My decision to join the ACLU lawsuit was solely based on emotion. You know, after hearing that it would transform and save homeless lives, my mind immediately went to my friend Benji. He was found frozen to death on Christmas morning in 2017. Uh, what got me to withdraw from the, the lawsuit was reality. I started to learn more about what was happening with our municipal courts community court program, where people with camping tickets could get them quashed in exchange for service engagement. And then the defelonization bill that passed in 2020, uh, leaving many drug offenders to be released over and over on personal recognizance and bonds. Um, this learning coincided with the front row seat to the changing drugscape disproportionately harming homeless people that I've known for 12 years and those that the Tuesday programming at Central Park was helping. We know a lot of city leaders have defended the camping ban, right? When I spoke with Boulder Mayor Aaron Brockett, for example, he pointed out that when people got tickets for sleeping outside, it meant they had to come to court and that in doing so, they'd end up getting connected to a lot of important social services. Does that track with your thinking on this? I feel like everyone's attention, energy, and all resources need to be focused on our drug problem. I feel that the lawsuit is 
fighting for a blanket ban that will, if successful, you know, allow for people that are very likely impacted by our drug problem who are using drugs and putting them in even more of a vulnerable position, you know, to negatively impact their health and wellness and, you know, possible increase a chance for overdose. I think the time, the, the energy, the resources all need to be directed towards putting the health and wellness of individuals experiencing homelessness first and foremost. And I don't feel allowing people to linger outside overnight when we're in the midst of a drug problem that's disproportionately harming this group is the way to go. I realize you're approaching this issue from a really personal place. You struggled with homelessness in Boulder for several years. What would you say were the causes? My pathway to homelessness was actually domestic violence. And that whole experience actually began in the state of Indiana. Uh, It was the first time I ever had to use or rely on services. Uh, I had no idea at that time what services were even available. I was kind of thrust into that. Um, I came to Boulder in 2012 after having to relocate multiple times in the state of Indiana because my abuser was continually finding me. I landed in Boulder roughly in 2012. And initially, I had a temporary place to stay. Uh, At that time of my life, uh, I really was battling with a drinking problem. And uh, I was exploring the city of Boulder and migrated to other people like me, uh, people that drank. And they happened to be homeless. And so what was happening is I was going downtown. And I I do recall the first time I went downtown, I, I, I got two tickets. I got an open container ticket and also a smoking ticket. Very first time I went downtown and um, I threw them in the garbage. And that's how I really began to know the homeless community. Eventually, I would burn my bridge at uh, at the place I had to live uh, as I discovered that people were actually going to jail for these open container and smoking tickets. And um, and then I was on the streets full time. Mm. As you look back on that chapter of your life, living on the streets full time, how did that change you? I think my experience in homelessness made me incredibly resilient. I was able to meet some remarkable people. Uh, there's, there is an homelessness is ultimately at the end of the day, uh, you know, people who are in shared circumstances. And they're very unique and you and you undergo these very unique situations that are nearly unfathomable to anybody else. Right. Sleeping outside in extremely cold weather with three blankets and wondering if you're going to make it through the night. Um, Accessing services here and there, I, I would refer to it as moonlighting, you know, sleeping on a church floor, which was great. But you were packed in like sardines. Um, it necessary. It wasn't necessarily safe, and um, and even the shelter. You know, not to knock the shelter, but uh, again, you're in a you're you're in a room with a lot of people. You have to guard your things twenty four hours a day. I do remember going to the shelter once in a blue moon and having to take each and every one of my belongings into the shower with me to ensure that my my things weren't going to get stolen. So 
you know, I would say that my experience in homelessness was really eye-opening because for the bulk of my life, I lived very privileged life. I work professionally. I live very comfortably. And from my experience with homelessness and, and my consequent, uh, consequential climb out, you know, it really taught me about community. Uh, and it really changed my life. And it helped me to define my life purpose, which is to help homeless people in my community. Jen, thank you so much for speaking with me. Yes, thank you very much for having me. This year, Jen Livovich founded a new nonprofit called Streetscape to address some of the root causes of homelessness. You can find more on that in our show notes or at KUNC.org. That's where you'll also find info on Jen's four-point plan. It's a blueprint for city leaders to address homelessness in Boulder. That's it for us today here on In the NoCo. Robin Vincent is our executive producer. I'm your host, Erin O'Toole. We'll be back tomorrow with more of what's happening in Northern Colorado. See you next time.